Ah, yes. Hello and welcome. I am Justin. I'm Josh. And did you know that positivity actually improves your skill set? Everybody smile. This is the Do Life Project. Cheers, buddy. So being positive helps you be better at things that you're doing? Yeah, so it's actually from what I've read it's more the more, more of one of the more surprising positivity facts is oh. I guess the power of positive thinking could 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 make you better at your job and scientists are actually now beginning to realize that optimism helps us build on our skill sets and utilize our quote inner resources. Huh. So it's it seems like that's a really fancy being confident will help you be better or have do a better job with the skill sets. Cause to me it's like, okay, if I'm thinking positively, I'm not sitting at my desk going, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Well, if you think about what negative thinking does and how yep. it impacts you, right? It's like you, you're when you, you know, when you're thinking like that and everything feels like it's falling around you, you know, you sort of feel like you're in a slump, right? True. And you can't find your groove, and it's like everything. Oh, I don't difficult. even want to fucking yeah. Like breathing is difficult. You yeah. know what I mean? But I feel like if you can put yourself in that positive mind space, it's essentially the total opposite. Yeah, I would agree. You can't separate the mind body connection. Yeah, pretty I, pretty cool fact. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm into it. What are we doing here today, Justin? Well, you didn't know that based on the uh, the title, it's a sip and read. It's a little sip and read. It is a little sip and read. Little different today. Little different, not gonna get as crazy. Not gonna get as intoxicated. No. And that's because I have something to do after this. Jiu-jitsu? <laughs> I was going to see if we could make it through the entire podcast. Yeah, we did it. We did it the last one. It's fine. Okay. Um, so we're actually going to try some non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing Company. Um, I like the taste of beer. I don't drink I do beer to get drunk. I drink beer. I mean, that's not entirely true, but I drink beer because I enjoy the taste of beer. Right. So... When I have things that I need to do or if I have to drive or whatever the case is and I just have a hankering for a beer, I'll pop one of these baddies. There you go. All right. And then we're going to talk through another article. Another article. Another article. We're going to talk about uh, being more present. We'll dive into that in a second. But why don't we talk about this first non-alcoholic brew? Okay. Let's go. It is called Irish Red. Uh, it says that our Irish Red is perfect for a St. Patrick's Day celebration. Correct. This red-hued brew has a solid caramel and slight dark stone fruit flavor with just a hint of bitterness to keep it from coming off sweet. Mm. Peers well with any traditional dish. Dish. Words are hard. Or traditional dish like your mama. Pretty... It looks like a like a craft beer beer, doesn't it? The label it does looks very crafty. The label looks very Irish with a field and a little bit of a hill, and then the sky. The sky. 
It's very, uh, very relaxing. It looks like a farm. It's aesthetically appealing. It is. Appealing. It is. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. Why don't we take a little sip? Let's go. Let's do it. Now, hold on. Okay. Are we going to compare this to alcoholic beers? Sure. I feel like we should. Okay. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Let, let's make that happen. <sighs> this is yummy. I don't think I've had one of these before. Have you have you tried like a, like an amber beer before? Yeah. Do you generally like them? I do. You do. Okay. Yeah, I like I like Irish reds and this is delish. You liked it. <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me? Well, I like it as well. Yeah, I mean it's I I can honestly say that I don't taste that much of a difference between this and like a normal beer? No. Uh it's very I I would I would bet that you could put this in front of most people and they would have no idea. I would concur with that. Yeah, this is this is really good. It's easy this to drink. This is not your O'Doul's. Mm. Like there was time and energy and craftsmanship put into this. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm like blown it. away. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I am almost at like a loss for words. I'm shocked. I have uh Wow. I have a stout one. Yeah. Cuz I think I think these are the two hardest ones to make taste good, good. and be non-alcoholic. Yep. I just I don't know, compared to like, you know, an American ale or or uh, an IPA. Sure. I think this one and the stout are the two hardest ones. They knocked this one out of the park. This yeah. one is great. They nailed it. I mean, to do the rating, honestly, I mean, mm-hmm. I am a fan of the alcohol, so I'm going to give it like a 7.5, but this is really good. I agree. Like, really good. I am at probably a 7.3. Okay. Yeah. How come? It's out of curiosity. What led you to that score? It's delicious. What I like is these are light. Mm. They're they 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 feel lighter and they're lighter on your stomach than your than your normal beer. Okay, um, which boosts it up a little bit for me. But you know, in the same breath, I think that we usually rate it off of drinkability, mm-hmm. and I think that when I'm thinking of that, I take into account how many. Could I drink before I'm drunk on these things? Yep. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So, for that reason, 7.3. Cool. Yeah, that was really good. But I do enjoy it. Let's hop into the article. Let's go. Okay. This article is on theblissfulmind.com. It was written by Catherine Beard, June 19th, 2017. Okay. A couple things have happened since. Five years ago, when things were simpler. <laughs> Better times. Better times. Oh, I lied. Last updated March 5th, 2021. (laughs) Less good times. So the title of the article is 12 Ideas for Being More Present in Your Life. And the article starts, by now you've probably heard about the importance of mindfulness and living in the moment. Being present allows us to appreciate the little things in life instead of worrying about the struggles of tomorrow. When life is moving too quickly, being present ensures that we can still enjoy life fully. How exactly do we live in the moment? So 
the reason that I thought that we would talk about this article today is because uh, over the last, I don't know, probably week or two, I've been realizing that, and, and I tend to do this from time to time, that I'm trying to get through things in, in speed. I'm not, I'm just not enjoying being, I'm not enjoying the moment. Yeah. And when I start to recognize things like that, I try to pull information you know, from different places. And um, I think being present and being mindful of your everyday experience and, and every hour is important to the value of your life. I agree completely. And we said this before we hit record when you told me what the article was. I would argue that this is the most challenging thing to do, to be in the moment, to be mindful of what's happening around you and only what's happening around you. I think that it is incredibly difficult, but if you're able to do it, um, yeah, I mean, the positive impact is unquantifiable, I would say. Because you don't get bogged down in the, you don't get stuck in the everyday, like, ah, oh, this bill, or ah, oh, this happened at my job, or ah, oh, this, or that, or the other thing. You're just worried about what's in front of you. Like you said, I think it's one of the hardest things to accomplish consistently. Yeah. And I think that this article gives some pretty good tips on making a conscious decision and the things that you can do to be more present. Awesome. I love that. Start with number one. Celebrate the tiny joys. Whether it's finding an extra dollar in your purse, bumping into a friend, or getting to sleep in, celebrate the tiny joys as much as the big ones. I like that idea. It's, e it's easily actionable. It's easily actionable. And it's something that we all experience every day. I think we all have little victories every day, no matter no matter what the day looks like. Yeah. And Even like, you know, I had a thing. I was like, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to have everything set up before Justin gets here. So it's, so yeah. it's easier. So we don't have to, we can just sit down and do it. And you crushed it. Hey, thanks. <laughs> That's a little win. Yeah. A little win that that I can I can celebrate again that you fact the fact that you got up and made your bed or that you were able to sit down for five minutes and read an article mm -hmm. again any anything like that it depends on your day it depends on your life but sort of sounds also like um having gratitude yeah for those things yep and being thankful for for those things and that's yeah and that's something that we had talked about with um with Michelle yeah that. Again, it's very important to have the show gratitude and to be and to be mindful. Number two, identify the moment. Take a moment to check in with yourself and identify the moment that you're in. You can do this by asking questions about your surroundings and your current state. Ask yourself questions like, where am I? What is around me? What noises do I hear? What can I physically feel around me? What do I smell? Who is around? How am I feeling? What am I grateful for right now? That's tough. That is tough. But that reminds me of something that a one of my therapists had talked to me about a um, 
a practice to do when I feel extremely anxious or I feel like I'm getting stuck in a rut and it's to look around the room and pick five things that I can see, four things that I can smell, three things that I can hear, two things I can touch. Huh. Those are not the right numbers. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's arbitrary. Um, fucking works. It does. Really does. I've it, never done that it, before. It very much hones you in on what's happening around you. Mm. And the other thoughts and everything like that kind of start to dissipate because you do become so focused on trying to find things that you can smell, find things that you can hear, find things that you can touch. I would encourage anybody that hasn't tried it to give it a whirl. It's kind of fun too. Yeah. It's sort of like a Weir's Waldo. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those I spy games. Yeah. But you're both people. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never done that before. I've definitely like um um like on on a run or something like when it starts to get a bit challenging I'll like look around and be like oh there's the you know reservoir or there's a bird or whatever but I feel like that's more to get my mind off of the pain than it is yeah you know but but like similar concept though similar it, yeah. similar things that it um that it does I think so I think so. I find myself able to do it a lot easier like on hikes hmm. where my goal is to get to the top of the mountain. My goal is to get to the summit. And it becomes apparently obvious to me when I'm just going through the hike to go through the hike. And I'm like, slow down a little bit. Look around, take in the nature, take in the sights. Like they, there's all these beautiful sights. So thinking of going on a hike compared to going on a run, you do get a lot of different scents you do get a lot of different sounds you do you can feel a lot of different things so i I can see that yeah so it's interesting and i encourage people to to do activities like that definitely that sort of make it extremely obvious and sort of puts it in your face yeah and if you're if you're being mindful about doing an exercise like this i would recommend that you do it in an environment like that where it's bountiful yes yeah and you really have nothing else to focus on. Yep. Makes right? it all the easier. Yeah. I think physical exertion helps with that. Definitely. At least for me, it does. Um, I think for most people, I, I believe, and I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but there is a chemical that is released, which makes you feel good because you were working out. Yeah, there's endorphins. That's the word. Yeah. I, I think wa- it's dopamine. I wanted to say... Dolphins? And I was like, that is not right. <laughs> Dolphins make people happy too? Yeah. <laughs> Number three, make mindfulness a practice. Okay. Which I think is the same as what we said, make it a conscious decision. Yeah. Whether it's through meditation, yoga, or another type of mindfulness practice, carve out time in your day to intentionally be present. Mindfulness is something that takes patience, energy, and dedication, so it's important to practice it daily. I think that the the intentional part is what is important. And again, we said that, that you are purposely doing this to get yourself grounded and be in the moment. Like, it's not something you happen upon. It's, I am taking this 15 minutes, or I'm taking this five minutes, or whatever, and this is what I'm doing. And I like that it can just be a 60-second exercise. Definitely. You don't have to dedicate 
a half hour, an hour, you know, you can start small. Absolutely. And build up over time. Definitely. And then if you look at like apps like Headspace and uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. I don't know if it's called Calm. Calm. Yeah, Calm. that's right. Um, th- their, their lessons are all over the map. One minute, five minutes. I use a 45 huh. minute sleep meditation. Does that help? It does. Um, really? th- there are plenty of resources available that will fit your t- your available time. Huh. Or go on YouTube. I like that. Yeah. You know, man, they have like, like when I'm, when I'm studying for a, a license or, or, you know, whatever, um, I'll just put on like study music yeah. on YouTube and it's like eight hours of like pretty much white noise music. Yep. You know? It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'll be like reading the study material or whatever and I'll find myself just sort of like staring at the page. Not a thought is going through my head. Mm. And I'm like, God, this is nice. Yeah. This is nice. All is quiet. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's hard to do it intentionally, but I usually lull myself <laughs> by reading extremely dry material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is something that we have never talked about, hmm. but is something that I think many, many people could benefit from. So um, we've never talked about it. Not yet. Okay. No. And and I when I looked at it, I was surprised we hadn't talked about it yet. Yeah. All right. Let's we'll, let's go. Let's, yeah, let's, let's see. do it. Let's do it. Number four, listen without intending to respond. Oh, yeah. I suck at that. When you're engaged in conversation, how often do you worry about what to say next? Often, we're only half listening to the other person because we're constantly thinking about our own stories and what we can add to the conversation. Instead, try inviting more presence into your conversation and relationships simply by listening with curiosity rather than anticipation. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I'm really surprised we haven't talked about that. I think this is also very challenging to do because you think I'll speak for myself. I think of my stories in order to better help you, in order to better respond and show that I can relate and understanding. I have found that the people don't really care and sometimes they're just looking to just vent and just know that you're there to to be there to listen. I get this is this is an area that I need to improve upon. So this is something that I got better with through sales because mm-hmm. if you're just listening to respond that's not great. People like talking. People really enjoy talking about themselves. Yes. And you are spot on. Most people don't give a fuck what you have to say. Nope. And what I found was conversations where I just let the other person talk and I would just ask a question like uh, with genuine curiosity yeah, and I just let them talk. They loved me. Mm. They didn't know anything about me. You were their best friend though. uh, Yeah. They, they, but they liked being around me because they knew that they could just talk, which is great with my wife, my wife, my wife. I found that when she would come home and present a challenge or a problem in her day, my immediate response was to try and fix it. Mm. Cause that's just, that's 
that's what I that's what I do for fucking everybody. I just try I try to fix things, yeah. you know. And she would get frustrated. So now I I still struggle with this big time, but now I do my best to say, you know, am I just am I listening or are we trying to problem solve right now? Uh, so you set the expectation. Yeah. And if you're looking for my feedback, then I'm going to listen with the intent of providing you thoughtful feedback. Sure. If you're just, if you just need somebody to rant to, then yeah, that she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that fuck, fuck that person fuck or Kathy. that situation or whatever, you know, I'm going to back you up. Yeah. Um, but you can tell when you're having a conversation with somebody and they're simply listening just so they can get the next word in, they'll start to cut you off at the end when they feel like your sentence is, is ending. They'll start to jump in and talk over you. And do you feel heard when people do that to you? No, I f- no, no. I feel like you are just rushing to the next thing. You don't value what I have to say. You don't yeah. value my opinion. So why would I want to continue to talk to you? I do have to say one thing that has Im- helped me improve on this has been this. Yes. It's interesting because I've always been in a career, had a job where I've interacted with people all day. And um, having started this podcast and having guests on and, and people come in and kind of like co-host with us, it's, it's been interesting. And it really has helped my, my listening ability, my ability to actually respond uh, with, with purpose, take a second to think. I think that's, that's another big thing is people are very uncomfortable with a pause in a conversation. I, I was. You just, you want to fill it. Yeah. You just want to fill it. Yeah. Why, right? is, why is there so much quiet? Why is there so much quiet? And generally that starts to happen after like three seconds. Mm. Yeah. Stop. See? <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's like if you are trying to listen with genuine curiosity... Don't be scared of that pause, especially because the other person is just going to end up filling the space anyway. That's fair. Yeah. So I like this one. Um, I'm happy that we actually got to talk about it. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk about this more. This this could be a, a whole conversation. Yeah, itself. it could be a core topic. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, be okay with not knowing all of the answers. Part of the reason we get so caught up in future worries is because we want all of the answers to our problems immediately. We feel inadequate for not knowing how to handle certain situations, which only leads to self-criticism and self-doubt. The less you strain to find the answer, the more likely they are to come to you. This is another struggle of mine. That, yeah, I am a person that I like to know I, I like to know things. I like to know everything. I want to know how things are going to end up. Um, and in scenarios where I don't, it might it fucks everything up, throws me off the deep end. Like w- what's going to happen if this thing happens? I don't, I don't know. That might never happen, but I'm going to fucking think about it for the rest of my life. I think about this. I think about this for like people that I've interacted with that have pretended to know the answer to something and gave bad information because they didn't want to be seen as somebody who did not have the answer. 
Mm. I don't think that that helps your relationships. I don't think that it helps your credibility. Being curious, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Wanting mm. to have an answer, nothing wrong with that. No. I think the premise here is be okay with not knowing it and then find the answer. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Like, if somebody asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, you say, you know, I don't know what the answer is, but I can find it for I you. I can find it. Yeah, absolutely. And you move on. And you move on. And you find the answer. Yeah. And you provide the answer. I can I can definitely see where this would be challenging, though. Because, again, you do want to show your worth. You do want to come off as valuable and all those things. And maybe if you don't know the answer, this person or this group won't come back. They will. I say, but if they don't, that's on them. Because you're looking for the right answer. You don't you don't want to screw them. Like it let, you came to me looking to solve a problem or answer a question. Let me do that for you. So if it's so one of the workarounds that that I've come up with language wise is you know, I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Mm. But I'm not 100% sure. Right. Let me double check and confirm that I'm right. And then I'll I'll get back to you and I'll let you know. Love that. Sound like a salesman. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not curi- anymore. Out of curiosity. Out of curiosity. Do you think that people who are giving you an answer that they're not confident with or they're talking out their ass, do you think they realize that we all know that they don't know and they just continue to no. do it? No, you think that. No, I okay. think they're totally oblivious. Me too. And it's fucking painful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was Until a- somebody... And even then, I was going to say, even then, even then, <laughs> probably still going to do it. All right, yeah, I'm just curious. That's gonna that 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 would take a conscious decision to not bullshit people anymore. Mm. Well, fair enough. Number six, listen to your body. It's easy to start thinking that you need to eat a certain way or exercise exercise for a certain amount of time every day because other people do it. One of the best ways that you can be present in your life is to listen to what your body tells you. Is it craving chocolate? Eat it. Does a run sound invigorating? Go for one. Do you want nothing more than to curl up in bed and forego the gym today? Do it. Your body will let you know when it needs energy and when it needs rest. I don't know how much I love this one. I think that, so I can give an example based on me. So for the last probably two weeks, going on three weeks, I have been very lax with going to the gym. Everything hurts. Every joint in my body hurts. My leg muscles tighten up after doing like one exercise. I don't know why. It's just maybe I've overworked it, whatever. I haven't been going to the gym as much, but I've made the conscious effort to either meditate or stretch or go for a walk or what. still stay active. But again, my body was like, absolutely not. We can't, we can't, we can't do this. But I think that to, to listen and be like, if you want to curl up in bed, curl up in bed. I get that. I do done that, but it's not what's going to doing that all the time is not going to help. It's going to hurt. It's going to do the opposite. And I think I think that I think any end of an extreme is a bad thing. Mm. So 
if it's laying in bed, laying on the couch and eating Cheetos and, and cream puffs seven days a week, I don't think that's the best thing for you mentally. I don't think it's the best thing for you physically. Right. In the same breath, I don't think going to the gym and lifting and running and doing, you know, six hours or whatever, four hours of exercise every day, seven days a week, I don't think that's too great for you either. There, there ends up being negative returns on that. And do we or should we all have the liberty to indulge from time to time? Sure. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Right? Got it. What's the point? Enjoy life, for sure. However, and I know this from my experience, at, at, at least from an exercising standpoint, if I just listened to my body every day, I wouldn't fucking exercise, bro. Right. I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. I wouldn't do anything. So I think with this, we just need to, to be clear that we're not talking about the extremes. Take a rest day when you right. need a rest day. Take a mental day when you need a mental day. Right. But don't let, like, that should be the outlier. Yeah, when a rest day and a, or a mental day or a, whatever you want to call it becomes a rest or mental week and then it becomes yeah. a rest or mental month, that, that's a problem and should be addressed. Yeah. And, and... Maybe it's a bigger problem than you can handle on your own. And if that's the case, then seek advice. And Absolutely. Seek, seek help. Sure. Or maybe it's just an honest conversation in the mirror. I've been lazy. Yeah. I slipped up. I'm going to get back to work now. And, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I feel like that happens with everybody. Yeah. So. Happens with me. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Just be honest and move forward. That's it. And what I found is it's never too big of a problem that it can't be solved. Mm-mm. We talked about that before we hit record. You can solve anything. You just yeah. need to want to solve it. Number seven, feel your feelings. If you're prone to overanalyzing your feelings and trying to change them, I encourage you to sit with your feelings and simply observe them instead of trying to change them. Let go of the mentality that certain feelings are bad and that you need to be positive all of the time. Instead, let yourself feel. It's so true. It's very hard, but it's very true. I have a cool exercise that can help you do this if you're interested. Hit me. So same therapist that gave me the other activity gave me, it's called uh, Leafs on a Stream. You can do this for, I think it's, you can do it as little as like three minutes. The one I did was 20. But you sit and the, there's a meditation that's going on. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It is the sound of a river, and the whole concept is that you place yourself on the riverbank watching leaves float down this stream. On each leaf is a thought or a feeling that you're experiencing. Your goal is to look at the thought or feeling, acknowledge it, accept it, and watch it go down the river. Just let it go. I'm feeling sad because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, I am. I acknowledge that. Next. And it's for all thoughts that go through your head. It's not just the negative stuff. Everything. Oh, I had a really great day today. Down the river. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. How has that helped you? It lets you kind of understand, like, what's going on in your head. I mean, you get to realize that, okay, I'm feeling this way. 
I feel stressed out. I feel anxious. I've whatever about this topic, but it's, it's going to continue moving along the same as feeling happy, the same as the positive stuff. And I'm a very visual person. So for me, it was like, okay, this is how I have to picture it. Don't ride the highs too high and the lows too low. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and it's okay to feel and think that. So I'm not very good at doing it with, with every emotion. What I, it takes a lot to get me angry. And when I do get angry at a situation, that's probably the only time that I, I like think about why, why did that, why did that make me so mad? I think that's why I don't get angry so often is because my end conclusion is always like, fuck it. (laughs) You know, whatever, whatever, fucking whatever, you know, um, that's probably that's, or if I'm feeling frustrated, that's another emotion that mm. I'll actually be like, why is this frustrating me so much? And I'll try to, you know, I'll try to quantitate it. Sure. Uh, but it's hard. It is. And another thing you could do if like, say you got a, you just got bad news or whatever, set a timer. Okay. I have two minutes to be upset about this. And you take those two minutes and do whatever you got to do. Yell, scream, cry, kick a I pillow, like that. whatever. I like that. Do what you got to do. Once your timer goes off, let's pull ourselves back together and let's move forward. I like that a lot. But it, but it allows you the time to feel however you're feeling and feel it fully. Like not, don't be half ass about it. Yeah. Go crazy. Go crazy. But once the time is over, we need to move on. We need to move forward. I like that. Pretty cool. I like that a lot. Number eight, reduce distractions. Most of us are never fully present in our lives because we continually get distracted. Our focus may be on one thing for a few moments, but suddenly another thought, request, or task comes up and we're on to the next thing. Identify your top distractions and develop a plan to avoid them. I'll tell you what most people's top distraction is. Is it in your left hand? This fucking thing in my hand called a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Horribly distracting. And then you put on an Apple watch and you got the thing on your fucking wrist. Yep. I I got rid of mine. Did you? I did. And I had one for like three months and I was like, it, this is too much. So I actually found that having the watch, I picked up my phone less. I yeah, dealt with but, my phone less. But you're still interacting with the same apps. No. The same. No, 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 no. I can't get on the apps on my watch. But you'll get the notifications from Instagram. You get the notifications from Facebook. You get all the Snapchat. You That's get all fair. the all same right. text messages, phone calls. You get all the same. That's fair. That's fair. I think that is a good way to start to limit it, though. Again, you turn off. So, me... I have no Instagram messages. I like notifications. I have no Snapchat notifications. I don't have a Facebook. All the other, my work email and like chat and everything, no notifications. I I can't stand that red one or two on my phone. I (laughs) fucking hate it. So I... You would not be happy with my phone. I can't can't deal with it. Like, why do I need 17,000 browsers of fuck? Um, So for me, it was a lot easier. But I do agree that I, I totally understand what you're saying. And just one, le- no. yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I think that. I mean, 
I'm sure there are other distractions, but that one comes to top of mind. And one thing... Um, the dishes distract me. The dishes? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, working from home, yeah, that's... that. I mean, that's that's laundry. Uh, yep. You know, let me make a breakfast. Yep. I'll fucking... Uh, let me pet the dog. Yep. Ah, oh, I got a vacuum. Let me mop the floor. Let me fucking yeah. do anything other than this task that I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. And then let me check Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we can't not. Can't not can't check not. that. I can't have 157 notifications and not look. It's so fucking aggressive. It's too much. It's so aggressive. Try to limit the distractions. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, and what I was going to say was um, uh, what I've heard some people do is they'll set like a screen time limit on their phone and they'll give the password to like somebody else. So they have somebody else set it up on their phone with a password that they don't have. And then after their screen time has elapsed, the the phone shuts down. You can still make phone calls and stuff like that, but you can't like. You know, you can't go on YouTube and watch videos and shit. Yeah. Do you have your phone set up so that like, at a certain time it goes to bed? Like yes. bedtime mode? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Fucking talk to me. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock? Yeah. I think mine's like at eight. Is it? Yeah. I don't go to bed at eight, but. No, my, me either, uh, but I want, I want quiet. I'll say my time. <laughs> I want fucking silence. There, and there are three people that I will still get notifications for. But after yeah. that. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't if I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine, savor your rituals. Mm. We all have our little rituals that we do on a daily basis. It's something that gives you a little bit of peace and quiet every single day. Try doing something slowly in peace without distraction every day. Mm. I am a creature of habit. Me too. I hate when my routine, and I mean I fucking hate when my routine gets disrupted. Yeah. It sort of spirals my day. Mm. And I allow it to, and that's a problem. That's a that's a topic for another day. Um, Very difficult to not allow that to happen, though. Yeah. For me, it is. I, I think for people that are ritualistic, again, I'm, I'm very much the same. And, like, if I don't do the first thing that I always do, the second, third, fourth, fifth thing are fucked up, and the whole day might as well just not, might as well just not partake. My my most important one is probably the morning. Is my most ritual from from probably six a.m. until like nine nine thirty is like habitual. Really? <laughs> yeah. So wake up, yep. get dressed, shower, or, um, uh, brush my teeth contacts in make my pre-workout warm up the car get my gym shit together go to the gym lift for an hour or two come home i've had the same breakfast for the last 18 months (laughs) let that fucking sink in dude that's too long that is a long time months i've had the exact same breakfast do you want to know what it, what it is that keeps me coming back i'm so curious i'm gonna tell you the only day of the week real quick the only day of the week that i do not have that breakfast saturday sunday 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 because yeah. i cook i usually I'll, I'll cook breakfast i'll cook pancakes and and eggs and bacon and shit oh what a guy what a guy it is a dave's killer bread bagel 
And that could be a blueberry bagel, could be a cinnamon raisin bagel. Okay, all right. Now, the reason that it's Dave's Killer Bread is because it's like 16 grams of protein, almost no fucking carbs, with some butter. That's it. No. Good. Then? (laughs) No, no. Get your shit together, Justin. No. Then I get fat-free vanilla Greek yogurt. Okay. I get blueberries. Yep. I cut up some strawberries. Okay. I grab a Kodiak protein granola bar, cookie butter. Crumble that motherfucker up, throw it all in the yogurt, stir it up, cup of coffee. That's my breakfast. Wow. Sounds pretty yummy. It's awesome. And it doesn't it doesn't feel like too heavy or anything it's like that? It's not. It's a, it, it keeps me full until 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. That is like, that and like going to, to jujitsu yep. is probably, and Tuesday night cooking dinner, Tuesday night's my night to cook. That is sort of, but the morning is like, I love, if I have a meeting at like 830, I'm fucking furious. <laughs> you don't get that time, I'm that decompression time. furious, dude. I'm like, you're cutting into my morning routine. Do you have any rituals like that? Um, I mean, I'm pretty ritualistic when I am going to the gym. Same thing. I get up 630. Uh, I actually drink my pre-workout on the way to the gym. Yeah, me too. Oh, Listen. no. Sorry, that's you. That's you that does that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did I just fucking start talking about your day? <laughs> I stand in my kitchen and drink my pre-workout with my dog. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, Justin, why did you say that? Yeah, you I don't. Do that. You don't do that. Bang music. Yeah, no, I drink my pre-workout standing with the dog. I let them, uh, the two female dogs I have outside, Bring them back in, go to the gym. Uh, I do one muscle group at a time. So if it's Monday, it's chest. Tuesday is... Really? Yep. Tuesday is back. Wednesday is triceps. Thursdays are biceps. Friday is shoulders. And any muscle group that doesn't like hurt enough, I'll hit that. Uh, Saturday is legs, and then Sunday is a full body workout. So that's actually funny because I didn't even think about the the ritual of the gym workout so yeah and if i fuck that up if i gotta like switch a day it throws me off yes yeah yeah so my split is monday is chest and back yep tuesday heavy legs wednesday shoulders and arms thursday off friday legs light but volume saturday mobility okay all right my sunday full body workout is a joke i mean it's just literally to make sure that anything that's not sore <laughs> is sore. Is sore. And if everything is feeling like how it should, then I'll go in the sauna for 45 minutes. Oh, that's so that's something that I've added into my morning routine as well. I love the sauna. 20 minutes after working out every day. It's the best. It is fucking awesome. Does it? Yeah, it's incredible. You feel amazing walking out of there. 100%. Inside, kind of tough. Yep. A little warm. Yep. A little bit. I, I think we're at like 155, 160 or something for 20 minutes. Kind of tough, but very doable. Yeah. And you walk out and it's like, oh. You, you just feel good. Everything feels loose and yeah. you just sweat out all the bad stuff. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Love it. I love it. So enjoy your rituals. Hell yeah. And savor them when you get to do them to the full extent. Yeah, definitely. Number 10, find balance between flowing and planning. 
When we plan out every single detail of our days, weeks, and months, we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to go with the flow. While it's important to plan, it's also important to be flexible in how you handle your daily life. That's very true, and I wish I was better at that. I wish I was a little bit more flexible. I've gotten better, but I like to know what's happening. I've said that before. I'm very much into like having an understanding of what's going to happen. If while we're in the moment, things change, then things change. I can, I can accept that. But if we had this plan to do this, and then that morning, it's like, oh, we're going to do something different. I, I, no. No. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. I'm just not going to go. Um, now, if we had, say, we were going somewhere, if we had gotten to that place and then something changed, okay, then, you know, life. Yeah, yeah, life goes but on. But I like plan. And I don't know if uh, I'm going to change. That was your biggest thing about Vegas is yep. you said that you wish you had more of a plan. Uh, yep. I am that way about vacation, mm. which is fucking so silly. Like you should just go and enjoy it. But you want to make the most of the time that you have there. And you want to, and in my opinion, having a plan reduces stress. Yes. Yes. We're going yes. to the beach this day. And after that, we're just, we're going to get dinner. We don't know where. We can figure it we out. We don't know what time. We don't know what time. Yeah. But that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to go to the beach, and then we're going to go back and change and get ready, and we're going to go out. And then we're going to go out, and we're going to have dinner. Yeah. And and then we'll see where the night takes us. I'm, I'm fi- cool I'm with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I need I need to fucking know the flow of the day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah me too. Yeah. Me too. I don't need it penciled in every 15 minutes. Nope. But I sort of need big, to know what the chunks. fuck is give, going on. Give me on. big blocks. Yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> give me blocks. like five-hour blocks. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll be good. Yep. We're going to wake up. We're going to have breakfast. We'll do um, this, we'll do that, we'll do the other thing, we'll have some free time, and then we'll come back and do this. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. We gotta get better at that. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see how, again, being extreme on the flow side, being extreme on the planning side, either one, probably not best. I have to say that my wife is very good at this. She is The balance? In, yes. Yeah. She is an incredible planner. She is exceptionally organized. She can make the best out of any scenario and just be. It's amazing. We'll have to get some lessons. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you write down what you do? Can you write down exactly what you do? Speaking of that, number 11, reflect on your day. Hmm. Whether by journaling, writing a list of things you're grateful for, or telling a loved one, it's important to reflect on a few things that went well during your day. This encourages you to think positively, even if it was ultimately a terrible day, and it can help prevent the days from blurring into one another. That's such a big thing, and it's actually something I started to do with my son. Every night before he goes to bed, I ask, how was your day? And he'll say, good or not good. I'll go, what was your favorite part? And he'll tell me, or he'll be like, oh, we went downstairs. I was like, no, we didn't. That was a couple days ago. (laughs) Oh, what did we do? And then I'll tell him what the day was like. And he's like, oh, I like this. I liked that. I'm like, oh, good. You had a a nice day. Even when he's like, no, I had a bad day. Yeah. It's like, oh, I tackled my friend. It's like, okay. Yeah, you're you're three. Yeah. It's it's cool. And it helps me, too, to think about my day. Be like, how was my day? Because he'll ask me, too. It's like, oh, do I really need to be honest with a three-year-old? And then it's like, okay, I'll find the good stuff. And then it's like, oh, huh. 
a ah, pretty all right day. Not bad. Hey. Do you ever do it with Tessa? I asked her how her day was, yeah. But not not this not to the same extent. Do you ask her what was, you know, give me one good thing nope. that happened today? I used to do that with Kirsten. Only the boy. Only the child. Only the wee one. Only the child. Only the spawn. <laughs> Uh, I should though I used to I don't know why I stopped Probably because she'd give me bullshit answers But To go back to the article I mean I feel like it is It's very important to to Point out the good stuff And to reflect on the day Even if it's a bad day Especially when it's a bad day Yeah To just find something Yeah I mean I've talked about how I journal And I write songs about my days And shit like that Like It's good to just get it out Keep that shit in your head. Yeah. Yeah. You got enough going on. Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. Yeah. Number 12. We accidentally already talked about this. I love that. Get away from the digital world. Oh, all right. Spend time away from your phone and computer every day. Read a book. Write, not type. Write. Go mm. for a walk. Practice yoga. Eat your lunch without an electronic device nearby. Do something daily that doesn't require connection to the internet. Mm. Go stand outside in your backyard for 15 minutes and just listen to the birds. Yeah. Feel, I mean, unless you're here and it's, you know, cold like Arctic. Um, yeah. No birds. Honestly, even that, though, I like going for a walk on cold days. It's Me just too. like, you f- you know, and then you come back in the house and you warm back up and it's it's nice. Just like how quiet everything is when it's wintertime. Yes. Everything's it. dead. Everything is just quiet. <laughs> that was dark. but Everything's fucking dead. Everything is dead and dark. It's, yeah. It's already pitch black out and it's like four o'clock. I do I do enjoy it actually. Do you? Yeah, I do. I like the sunshine. Uh, if it was sunshine and well, quiet, I'd on. be good. Hold on. Okay. I enjoy first winter. First winter. I don't enjoy second winter. Yes, we've had first breakfast. We've had first <laughs> breakfast. What about second breakfast? First winter is October fifteenth to January fifteenth. Second winter is January fifteenth to March uh, April first. Okay, second so you're, winter. You're talking about fall and winter. Second winter is horrible. Second winter sucks. That's typically when we get all the snow. Second winter sucks. And it, it's also like 10 degrees out. <laughs> yeah, that's the high. <laughs> Seven degrees out. Yeah, no, that's fair. So, um, as I said, that was on theblissfulmind.com, written by Catherine Beard. And that was 12 ideas for being more present in your life. I thought that was really cool. And, Something that I try to be better at, um, and I know that you're also trying to get better at it. And I think all those are pretty actionable. They were all they were all very simple. There was nothing like go and find a sherpa and talk to the goats, and like yeah. you'll feel better. Yeah, like this was all very easy. Take some DMT and yeah, go on a journey. Yeah, be like yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, again, I mean it. If that's your thing, then good on you. But sure. these are these are twelve simple, actionable, everyday things that you you can you can do. Yeah, you want to bust out that uh, second sip? Let's bust. Let's bust. Bussin'. So I've committed a breach of friendship, and I lied to you. A breach of friendship. I'm sorry. Okay. We are not sampling the stout. Fuck. Because that was a little too much. Uh Instead, we're going to sample the Hazy IPA. Oh, cool. Okay. Free Wave. Free Wave. From Athletic Brewing Company. Cool. Okay, so same uh, same brewers that did the first one. Correct. 
It says, at Athletic Brewing Company, we are pioneering a craft brew revolution. We believe you shouldn't have to sacrifice your ability to be at your best to enjoy great brews. So we created our innovative lineup of refreshing, non-alcoholic craft beers. Hmm. And that is, oh, they give 2% of all sales go to restoring local trails. And that's it. The The beer can is pretty cool. It is. It looks it like Arizona. does look like Arizona, actually. You know? It's got that orange. Uh, no, it's not peach. Oh. Um, it's got like that orange sky. Yeah. Yellow road, some yep. blue rolling hills. Kind of trippy. A little trippy. I like it. I do, too. Hazy IPA. Hazy IPA. Let's see how she tastes. Tastes just like an IPA. Tastes just like an IPA. I agree. That's so That's so cool and so weird that this is like a faux beer, yet it tastes just like beer. I'm telling you, if if you are someone who enjoys being social and likes to drink socially, but you got something you got a 5k in the morning or you got I don't know, a meeting that or you're traveling, you know, and but you want to partake, I'm telling you, grab a case of these, throw it in a koozie if you don't want anybody to know. Yeah. Nobody would know. I mean, look into the cans. There is, these look like your run-of-the-mill beer, um, like local brew kind of cans. They don't, yeah, you. nobody would know. Nobody would know. How are they going to know? And if they do, fucking who cares? Yeah, whatever. Have them try it. Yeah, have them try it. They'll, They'll be like, it. shit, this is good. All right. What do you rate this little bad boy? I would rate this. Hmm. I'm trying really hard to not have my ratings be influenced by how impressed I am with their ability to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this is I would say this is a stretch of a 6. And that's just because I don't like IPAs a whole lot. Um I thought I think they did a great job. This is just not for me. I feel very similar. I think that I think that um for a hazy IPA, it's good. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I don't like they did good on making it taste like a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. I just don't love hazy IPAs. Yeah. Yeah, exa- <laughs> right? exactly. So this is probably like a 5-4. Okay. For me? Yeah, again, good. I have no problems with it. If I liked IPAs, I would drink a lot. The fact that it's not alcoholic it's like 6.5, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but, but yeah, if we're, if we're being honest and fair, 5.4. Okay. I respect that. Again, I mean, the the first one, the, the red was like next level. That one was delicious. I enjoyed it. Mm. All right. You want to throw a little bow on this? Let's do it. What color is the bow, by the way? Red, blue, green? Yellow? Definitely, definitely red. Red? Yeah, for okay. sure. All right. Definitely red. Justin, if they want to get in touch with you, how do they do it? You can find me on Instagram. It is Justin underscore DL project. Very melodic. Thanks. Good job. Hey. If you want to follow the podcast, we are at the Do Life Project on Instagram and TikTok. You can also find us online, thedolifeproject.com. If you would like to get in touch with me, 
I am at Joshua underscore does underscore life on Instagram and at Joshua underscore nope. At Joshua does underscore life on the twit machine. If you have not left us a review on whatever platform you are currently listening to. On? On? Yeah, Yeah, whatever. you know. Whatever. Whatevs. Please take you know, two seconds. Unless you're driving, you know, then wait, you know. But if you're not driving, do that. Do it right now. Yeah. Just do it right now. Do it. Open click, up your phone. Click, click, click. Open up your phone. Unlock it. Perfect. Wrong yeah, password. Uh, Shit. Oh, motherfucker. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, if you could leave a review, it really helps us. Uh, helps with the algorithm. We'll be totally honest with you. That's right. And uh, it would be rad if you could uh, do that solid for us we appreciate it hell yeah as always thank you all for listening see you later alligator not for a while crocodile